Hmm. What if wet dreams are just a ghost giving you a blowjob? If you masturbate while you're high, is it called a shake and bake? If fire extinguishes had wings, they'd be the opposite of baby dragons. What a load of wank. If Sheldon from the Big Fang Fury knocked on Beetlejuice's door, Beetlejuice would just appear outside. Yeah, it's because he says the chick's name, the chick I would happily fuck over and over again, and, um, Penny. Welcome everyone to another edition of the Totally Insane Tape Show. I'm Dino Peppers, and I'm joined as always by the penny fucking machine. That means something different in this country. It means I, it means that I slot a coin into my. Oh, I can't, I can't call it that. It's racist. Uh, my Japanese eye. That's slightly racist. Yes. It is. Well, what was it called? The dick slit. Anyway, I'm I am Richard Slit. Uh, one half. <laughs> Richard Slit. Fuck it, it's staying in. I'm doing it wrong. I'm not really. I'm, I'm not really Dick Slit. I have found the uh, central. I have found the name for the central character of my next novel, though. <laughs> Cue music. Have you seen the trailer? The one on the back of the lorry, yes. yes. Uh, the yes. one with three sweets. Uh, <laughs> yes. That, yes, that I've trailer. seen all the various trailers. I saw the Attack on Titan one, which looks awesome. I saw the Star Wars one, it looks Star Warsy. I saw the Batman vs Superman one, which for legal reasons we did not see until its official release date <laughs> this coming Monday. Um, yeah, I saw them all. Which one was your favourite out of those three? Which one makes you slightly um, moist, semi-erect? Don't get like, Star Wars looks great. It does look great. They've they've taken it to places that Star Wars has never been before. With the with the, with the Star Destroyer stuck in the ground and and, um, and and more black people than Lando Calrissian just in the Star Wars <laughs> universe. But um, no, it looks great. I'm looking forward to it. I I feel that the old cast are kind of ha- Han Solo looks cheesy as fuck. Like look, Chewie, we're home, like. He would not say that, would he? Really? Han Solo? Kind of grizzled? Possibly, I don't know. But, uh, they're not going to be in the... I mean, this is just the handover, isn't it? This is like the relay race for Disney. It's the old art guard handing over the new. Um, the new... The start, uh, start, uh, Superman versus Batman looks great. does look very interesting. Um, they're sticking with the... Let's go dark and moody for our, for our superhero movie. Was it too dark and moody for you? I think yeah, that's the thing everyone's yeah, gone about. It's a bit. It's a bit dark and moody. Because you had the Avengers trailer and the Awakened Ant Man, and obviously, oh shit! Yeah, all the Disney was... ones. Yeah, they've gone fun, exciting, and Star Wars. Even though it's not fun, like it's quite exciting, and it's got all the callbacks. You say the old cast are in now. You know, there's Vader's helmet. There's plenty of. There's the music as well. Yeah, which you kind of pop for. You hear that? It's like yeah. Sort of the Phantom Menace didn't have. But, They've kind of brought back on, yeah, we're going to sort of pay homage to that. Bit. But the yeah. one that left me wanting more was Attack on Titan. Because I, they're not showing it. Like, obviously, they're holding back on showing the Titans in their full glory. But just seeing the colossal Titan's head, I was like, Zoinks! You know, like, I was like, this is going to be good. And the person I was watching it with, I shall not name her name, but she was like, oh, I don't know if I can handle the subtitles. And then I kicked her out of the house. <laughs> Yeah, they didn't show the 3D manoeuvrability equipment, they're, whatever it's they're, called. They're holding back, they're holding yeah. back. Um, back Ant-Man um, just looks like a kind of weird comedy to me. Well, it was Edgar Wright originally, wasn't it? It was, but... Mm. I'm looking forward to it less now he's not on it. I think he would have had a certain style, but they don't want a certain style, they want their stuff. But Which I is the obvious thing, that, that, that was the breaking point with that. But I was, saying, I was saying to you, either before we were recording or you caught it, we're being oversaturated with this stuff. This week alone, we've had Daredevil, all of the trailers mentioned, um, 
just uh, in, and even in video games they've just shown the first um, picture from Star Wars Battlefront 3 which has no single player mode motherfuckers um, uh, and are we picking up in about 20 years then yes you'll, you'll, you'll enjoy that when it becomes retro be completely um, redundant anyway because you can't play it on your own and there'll be no system set up to play it anyway oh yeah the like. servers will be long gone by then. yeah um, but this is the thing we're becoming oversaturated and I'll be honest it's kind of ruining my enjoyment of everything everyone is claim. everyone now is claiming that they are geek or geek chic and they're not it's it's like being it's like being in a gang at school and then suddenly finding that the entire school is in on your gang it's just not the same I don't give a fuck if people think that's a hipster opinion or whatever I, I don't give a shit I don't have a hipster beard I don't wear hipster glasses anyway um <laughs> No, but in all seriousness, like, you, we've, we've said this before on the show, but I think there's a bit too much geek exploitation. Um, I love me some sci-fi and some comic book stuff, but not when it's all there is. Yeah. I want choices, I want other stuff, and um, it's all becoming a bit too much. Well, I there think. are some indie ones popping up here and there. Um, I think you mentioned the other week on the podcast that will never be released, iZombie. I know you like it, I just think it's... Yeah. I just think it's um, it's amusing, but then you you if you are familiar with the person who created it, Michael Wood, it's like he has a certain style. So when I was watching, originally it's kind of this is a bit cheesy and a bit goofy, mm. but then it's like you realise it's him. It's like yeah, he's stuff is cheesy and goofy, therefore you go with it more. It's, if you like the comics, you'll like the TV show. I'm guessing. Mm. If you don't like the guys, well, enough. But at least it's a step away from the mainstream. They're bringing something different into it. Which is good for independent careers and so on. But I mean, this should be a boon time in my life. I'm into horror, you know, from 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 my from being a young lad, I'm into horror, comic books, and everything at the moment. Friday, Evil Dead's got a TV show coming out Friday the Thirteenth. Mm. Um, there's already um, Hannibal, uh, Bates Motel. Oh, there's that Fargo, Dust All Dawn. TV mm. shows based on. Fargo's different because it never was meant to be that kind of I, I never saw any of the Coen Brothers movies as being TV um, compatible like we were saying before imagine how awful and I, I, I'm going to stand by it how awful a Big Lebowski TV series would be it would be awful to see the dude doing stuff every, every week um, it, it would be awful because we've already been given that that place and that setting that he's been in yeah. that's cool like that's what we need from the dude. I would want to see the dude go on another adventure every week and lots of bowling references. Like, it just wouldn't work. So do you think it's more, not just that it's oversaturated, but the market they're aiming for is different to what you're, you want? See, the Star Wars one has the old references in, which is what made me pop for the trailer more mm. than the Batman Superman one. Well, imagine if they imagine if more... they'd made this new film without any of the old guard and without and you know without any references to the stars that become for it, there would be an outcry. Mm. I'm everyone's quite on board with it. Even they're willing to forgive Phantom Menace. I think people block that one out of memory and just say that was a blip, kind of that that doesn't count anymore. Mm. I think that's more of the case with that one, or it kind of exists. And I mean, oh, have you seen the fandom edit? Of the first three movies, link. yeah, it's like no, all three I'm movies not, in a hundred minutes. Yeah, no, I'm not. I'm aware of it. I know that lots of different people have done like different cuts of it. Wasn't it done by? He's an actor and director, and I can't remember his name. <laughs> I didn't look at that. I just found the link, and it was um, it was interesting. It was still a bad cup, bad film. Like the Phantom Menace was cut down. Is, is to this the, the one where they taken out all the love scenes? No, the love scenes in there. It focuses. On Anakin, which is painful because he's terrible. But the first film is cut down to the fighting with Darth Maul. That's it. Mm-hmm. For the first five minutes of the film, Darth Maul fight. Then they cut to the second film. I think they had the most from what's the last one that they had? Revenge of the Sith. That's where the most of the film comes from. They patch together, and it gets quite good towards the end, even though like, Hayden Christensen's wrong. Makes more sense, but then it is like you're taking three films, making it this long. It's still not even that great. 
painful, painful, painful. Well, that brings us to the first question of the week from Dave the Bunny. It's um, actually a two-part. Uh, seeing as the new Star Wars trailer is out and given how rough, intergalactic, bit of rough Han Solo looks, do you think they'll start The Force Awakens, or whatever it's called, with the Death Star blowing, then 30 years and an ill-advised earring later? Um, they started straight away from when it kicks off. Or do I think it will start off by saying 30 years later? Yeah, there will be a big gap there. The gap is being filled by other media. I believe Star Wars Rebels, the latest animated series, is set between episodes... Uh, six. Thank you, seven. and six and seven. Sorry, brain fart. Um, so that makes I, more sense, because I did read the was it scene-by-scene scene breakdown of the trailer by some film nerds. You see, I don't go in for that shit, because I think it's too much. Like, mm. Why do you want to break it down scene-by-scene? Scene? I watch the trailer once, and if I don't remember stuff, great, because I get to see it in the actual movie. Well, there's explaining how the TIE fighters are now reverse colours, so it's white panels and black framework, and they're saying it's not... And that's, not, that's a pricey job as well, I mean, imagine the amount of TIE fighters... <laughs> Yeah, they've just changed the name. It's not the Rebels anymore. It's Resistance or something like that. And I'm like, how do they know this? Is this part of the books? Or I'm guessing there's some way of they're telling this story. Mm. So you're saying it's an animated series and standalone. I think I think they're filling it, filling in the void with, with the standalone films and the. Um, I don't think it's gonna. Uh, just remember, every Star Wars film starts the same. It's got the rolling um, story. Mm. So that will tell that will tell a lot of what happened in between. So yeah, I don't think I don't think it will start off with the Death Star explaining. I don't think it will start off with them with the the young group leaving. Um, uh, sorry, my brain's not working today. Endor. I don't yeah. think it will start with them all leaving Endor after the funeral pyre of Vader. But it will end up in Endor, obviously, because in the trailer we clearly see that they find Vader's helmet. Mm. So. Um, no, he walks in. Maybe some Ewoks. And thought of that. <laughs> they got is he going to do that full heel thing? Where no, no. Take all, it all the Ewoks, Ewoks got on the caravan of courage, and they fucked off to another planet. That is a very dated reference. If you get Ooh. that, please send in a message uh, to. Uh, Maybe those films fill the gap. <laughs> <laughs> to go back and watch them. People forget about those Ewok movies. You know, they, the they exist. TV series, the droid series. There's a new. There's a new droid. Series coming out, but it's in Lego. It's the, the Adventures of C three PO and R two D I have the DVD of Droids somewhere in the in a drawing. It's two. I forget that they broke down each story into like four or five episodes, so there was an ongoing story arc. That sounds more interesting than it possibly could be. It's not. They're not very good. Yeah. I mean, they they're not very good. The the the, the, the animated series. Well, yeah, it's cheap. In almost flash animation simple stuff mm. and a Marlboro kind of cheapies oh well I remember being really excited about it as a kid though oh my god Star Wars cartoon Star Wars cartoon oh there's no Luke there's no Han there's no Chewie there's there's, there's just the gay droid and his little buddy <laughs> come on we'll he get must... on to him in a second yes okay. I'm, a, I'm a not getting on two part question yes yep. um, second part is also given Hollywood's incessant need to reboot if Star Wars to get a full one, mm. rather than the current Torch Pass, who would you juicy pair cast in such a venture? Love the show, Dave Bunny. Well, Dave, thank you very much. Uh, it's good to know that out of our ten listeners, you're enjoying the show. Um, twenty-five. Twenty-five. Sorry, twenty-five. All friends, love you. Um, <laughs> I would. I would cast. A well-known British actor, <laughs> an elderly, and I would cast Ian McKellen as an old Jedi master. I would. There's no, there's no. no You're looking over my shoulder because that's what I've got written down. Is that really what you got written down? Yeah, I did think uh, Christopher Eccleston. Maybe, I mean, but I think Ian McKellen is the closest yeah. to what we, to Sir Alec Guinness that we've got. Yeah, and I was thinking like oh, Chris Eccleston because he looks like he can put up a fight and. Ian McKellen he was in the X-Men films but oh, they used the magnetism Patrick Stewart as the bad guy <laughs> um, that was it is Ian McKellen uses the magnetic stuff and that's kind of and I went well that's false <laughs> the false yeah that's the false isn't it so yeah he would work well on that 
Okay, all right. So we're yeah, we both went with that one. Okay. I was going to say it'd be like no big names in it. It will be cast newbies, kind mm. of unknowns. But I mean, that's what they've done with this new one, anyway, isn't it? They've the known actors are the original unknown actors from the from the original trilogy, the Holy Trilogy, not the yeah. uh, the other trilogy. No, that that makes sense. Yeah. I did think about it like that. It's like it's going to be newbies and that. But then that's not as entertaining as recasting it like a Hollywood exec. So uh, I did think of a Hollywood executive. I'd have doing Ben it. Affleck as Han Solo. <laughs> I'd have Melissa McCarthy as Jabba the Hutt. I'd have... <laughs> um, <laughs> I'd have <it> Chewie. Because <laughs> that's what she spends most of her time doing. Yeah. I actually put... <laughs> I had Luke as Jennifer Lawrence because you know gender swapping. <laughs> uh, Charlie Hunnam as Han. An- <laughs> Anna, <laughs> not Anna Kim. Just Anna, Anna Skywalker. Yeah. Uh, Charlie Hunnam as Han because yeah, Sons of Anarchy and Pursuit Rim. He's quite. He looks good. Not you're not going with Ron Perlman. <laughs> no, I did think about that, but no. Uh, Leia, I'd go with Natalie Portman because you know didn't do too bad a job in the new prequels Annie 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 I don't know I couldn't think of that one actually Uh, Obi-Wan Idris Elba yeah I I, I just was this to wind up it's the most wind up cast we could have no I'm I'm saying I'm I'm thinking it's like a Hollywood exec you know you want some like as you said it's like you got more uh ethnicities represented in the trailer than there was in the entire trilogy the original one mm. so Idris Elba is good Darth Vader Brian Cranston because yeah because <laughs> yeah <laughs> C-3PO um, I'd write the character out when Luke's aunt and uncle get killed because he's annoying <laughs> even in the original films annoying in the prequels even worse because he's no point in being there and R2-D2 some um, Terry the Nine. <laughs> no, you bring Warwick Davis back into the Star Wars universe. You have him as C-3PO, not C-3PO as R2D2. You mean Kenny Baker? No, 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 no. I know Kenny Baker was in the original, but we haven't mentioned Warwick Davis yet. So I want Warwick Davis as something, and it would annoy him not to be seen. You know, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know that if that's true. So I, that's I, I like Warwick Davis. So <laughs> Life's Too Short was great. Willow was great. I don't care what anyone says. Bloody peck. Peck, peck, peck. <laughs> That's my Hollywood casting. Uh, yeah. Do you want to go with that one or just you'd be happy with the unknowns? No, no, I'm, I'm, I'm sticking with Ian McKellen and, and, and a bunch of unknowns. Like, if I wanted to annoy everyone, yeah, I'd just gender swap everyone. And here's another one. If Star Wars was released now, New Hope, mm-hmm. it never existed before when it was released now. Would it be a hit? No, because it's too. We're too far away from the original kind of Flash Gordon serials that it was based on. We're talking the seventies here, and those were released in the fifties. So that was twenty years ago. So to us, that was like that mm. period. But now we're what thirty, forty, nearly forty years away from the originals. Oh, no, I no, I don't think so. Not with. Not unless it had a million bits of lens flare, <laughs> um, the old Bing Bang Boom digital effects. Okay, if the original weren't released, like New Hope wasn't released, and Phantom Menace come out when it did, then there wouldn't be a series. There wouldn't be a film series. <laughs> you don't think it would get past number one? No. But that has all the things that they thought would work. And the only reason it didn't work is because people were so it's enamored too, with the originals. It's and they too, bang, Phantom bang, Menace bang. is too dependent on knowing the lore that we've picked up on in 4, 5, and 6. Well, he wasn't, he we're automatically it to assume we know what Jedi Knights are. We know that the the the, 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 the lightsaber is the weapon of the Jedi. We're assuming that we know who Obi Wan is. But didn't he spend an inordinate amount of time actually explaining that stuff? So in essence, he's introducing all the characters when you didn't need to know them. It's like doing an origin story of Spider Man. If they redo Spider Man, it's like we tell the origin story. We know the origin story of Spider Man. I don't think that they will ever do another origin story of Spider Man in a movie as long as we live. Too many times, <laughs> but that's it. It's like if you're doing the original Phantom Menace, that was the first one. They explained everything. That's why it was boring. But then, if you're not seeing the original films, you don't know what it is. You don't need it explained. Mm. I think the Phantom Menace would have gone over quite well. As a standalone, 
Yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, maybe have a different market. Phantom Menace though was for the kids, wasn't it? And I suppose, I suppose in a way, and as Hope you have said, um, Johnny Bailey, friend of the show, did enjoy it because he was of the time period. Yeah. To him, those are the that is the original trilogy, not to us though. Mm. But if that came out, would it have been more of a success if there wasn't an original to live up to? Again, I, 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 I swear that it's too dependent on knowing 4, 5 and 6 already, or at least knowing everyone knows a bit of Star Wars lore. Even people that have never seen Star Wars before know who's, who knows who Darth Vader is. He is one of the classic movie villains of all time. He'll turn, face turn at the end. <laughs> Our word from some sponsors. I'll buy my Shoot the Defence is the opinionated, entertaining football show with serious debates you're looking for. We have a variety of guests from ex-footballers to journalists, members of parliament to athletes. Every month, former Chelsea, Swansea and Brighton striker Leon Knight weighs in with his opinions on night vision. So tune in on iTunes, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, ShootDefence.com and the FNX Network and let Stel, John, Mike and Stuffy give you a free football lesson. Follow us on Twitter at Shoot the Defense. Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, children of all fucking ages, my name is Dino Peppers and I have a question for you. Do you like this podcast you're listening to? Do you? Then you need to let us know. Head over to the Totally Insane Tape Show website at conveniently totallyinsanetapeshow.com and see all the platforms we are available on. As of this recording, you can listen to and watch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Tuning Radio, SoundCloud, and hey, even in video format on the YouTube network. Yes, YouTube. Video. Amazing, isn't it? Social networking? We have Twitter and Facebook covered. Go to 1, 2, 3, help all the places that we are currently available to download, stream, and interact with. Click the subscribe, like, RT, upvote, and or share button, whichever is applicable for that site. Give the show the highest rating possible on that site. Leave a comment and review. It doesn't have to be Shakespeare. It doesn't have to be Dickens. It doesn't even have to be up to Dan Brown's standards. A simple, great show lads will do. We're not worried if you're not as cunning a linguist as Mr. Lamont. Just leave a note to say how much you enjoy or dislike the show. Yes, dislike. We don't mind a well thought out critical comment from time to time as long as you're not being a cunt about it. Because we want to improve, and your input is important to us. So I'll repeat that question. Do you like this podcast you are listening to? The address you can answer that on is totallyinsanetapeshow.com. All the links are there, all the shows are there, and we want all of you there. Because as Boulamont always says, Highly recommended. This blatant begging message was brought to you by the people at the Totally Insane Tape Show and 8o'clockcomics.com. 8o'clockcomics.com, we draw stuff. Hey guys, this is Pete from Painted Black Podcast. A lot of people ask me, why should I listen to your show? How would you describe it? Well, horribly offensive. Balls to the walls. A good time. I don't know. Unprofessional? Sure <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't be Bang surprised zoom. if fucking Barney heard some... Some screaming from next door. Right. Hey, yo, Fred, I got uh, kicked out of the house. Uh, can I stay with you guys for a little bit? No, Barney. <laughs> We're not friends like that. <laughs> you better go stay with the zoo. Dum dum, you should have said yes to your wife. Can you imagine what Disney World would have been like had you lived longer? Uh, no Jews. That's <laughs> the primary difference. Yeah. I feel like he funded the Nazis in some way. I, got, I can't prove it. The what? first fucking model of their helmet had ears on it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, the baskets here is coming over the hill. What the fuck's going on? Dosan sounds like a Renaissance painter. <laughs> he was a fifth ninja turtle. He wasn't right in the head. They didn't really bring him out too much. <laughs> I'd like to fight the foot. <laughs> That's probably why they had all the stupid ass toppings. Bubble like, gum. Fuck, who let those sounds order the pizza? I want to think bug. <laughs> who put Legos on this shit? <laughs> Can I give you money for for sex? I would enjoy you <laughs> making a transaction for a blowout. Can I get a receipt with that pussy? Oh yeah, how, how do I follow this? Do you wash those briefs with starch? <laughs> Make that booty clap. Why don't you? <laughs> <laughs> 
This is Painted Black Podcast, and you can like us on Facebook, on Twitter, at PIB Comics, and check us out every Monday on iTunes, Stitcher, Podbean.com, and PodcastNation.net. Greetings, podcast fans. Uh, I'm Mossman, off of 80s cartoon Masters of the Universe. And as you can imagine, since that cartoon finished, I've had plenty of time on my hands to check out all the geeky podcasts on the internet. And trust me when I say, the best one around is the Milking It podcast. They review films, TV, comics, wrestling, and anything else from the week of geek. And what's more, you can get it on iTunes, you can get it on Stitcher, or you can get it on direct link from the milkingitpodcast.com. That's milkingitpodcast.com. So, check out David Davis on the Totally Insane Tape Show's own Boulamont on the Milking It Podcast now! <laughs> anyway, guys, gotta get going. I've just had a very strange text from Ram Man about his battered rosebud. <laughs> Sounds like Fisto's been messing about in his garden again. Take it easy! And we're back. Here's another question we got actually last week, just after we finished our show, so we didn't get to answer it. It kind of ties in with, um, I think it was even Michael Bay who was saying this, that films are going so long now, like the timed, it was like 120 minutes was the average, maybe, or 90 minutes to 120 minutes was the average time of a film and now they're going even longer yeah. they're actually going to bring back, in back in the day it was like 1 hour 20 that's a movie yeah, 1 hour like 30 it's a really long film 90 minutes is like a short but film. you're always surprised if it's a little over an hour because there was that fucking dreadful Meet the Spartans movie and it comes in at 63 minutes it's just over an hour I think and I was really surprised at the time I was like it must be wank for them to have taken that much out and guess what daddy was right yeah, but films are getting longer and longer. Even Michael Bay films are going like two and a half hours. They're thinking about bringing intervals back into films. The like last, the, wind, the last movie I went to that had an interval was Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. <sighs> How was that for you? I was so young, I barely remember it. It was just called a fat break for my grandma. It took me cigarette break, cigarette break for our American friends. Yeah, you <laughs> bunch of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, this question ties in with that. <laughs> I apologise. <laughs> I apologise. Uh... If you go to the cinema and you have to go to the bathroom but don't want to miss anything, is it okay to pee in an empty cup? Well, in the... No. No. I know people that work in cinemas. They have to clean that shit up. How about if you take it with you? You can fucking bang a chick in a toilet. It doesn't mean you should do it in the cinema just because you don't want to miss any of the movie. So no, then. No, I only... Mean, you... Unless they have some kind of penile or vaginal de- device built into the seat where you can kind of zip, unzip and just dangle your dingle into the into like the piss slot. But then every time you put your dingle in there, that's like a thousand dingles touching your dingle. Cock, let's just say cock. <laughs> no, in all honesty, I... They should have like a button on the chair and you can vote, like, I really need to piss, vote for the interval, and then it's got, comes up in the corner, like, uh, seat 17 um, wants an interval. Uh, we need at least 70% of the, you know, of the audience to agree before we, before we pause the film. Interactive, interactive piss breaks. Or they should give you some kind of code where you can watch the film on your phone, like, you can stream. The, well, like, that's why the, they have it playing on the speakers when you go to the toilets. I never noticed that before. Really? I know it's the biggest of chains that you, even the French Toll Cinema, I think, does it. They have speakers in the toilet, so when you go there, they're still playing through there, so you know what's going on. I did not know. There's that. like separate toilets for each screen, so. I regret taking a shit in the corner of that cinema. Like, <laughs> if, I, if, I'd, if I'd known what I knew, if I'd known then what I knew now. Yeah. Well, that was from our friends at the Painted Black podcast. Thanks for that one, guys. No, it's not. You're dirty and disgusting. You bunch of cigarettes. <laughs> <laughs> you're not really cigarettes you, you dudes are cool great show painted black check it out there you go there. and and the best thing about the painted black podcast and in fact this podcast is if you're listening to it on a personal device you can have a shit or a piss while listening to it and you don't miss a goddamn thing that's true there you go it, the future is now I mean you're even having a piss now oh I'm sorry I thought you couldn't see that I thought when I kind of turned my shoulder you'd kind of get what I was doing into and, a pint glass. And I'll be honest, it's not just a piss. <clears throat> <Yeah>. <laughs> so, have you seen any films recently? 
<laughs> no. <laughs> no, I've really not. I've um. What am I? What I don't. I, I, do you know? I barely been, had the chance or the time to watch anything really, other than like, a couple of bits and pieces on YouTube. Mm. Nothing. Nothing incredible. What would you watch when I come in then? P- uh, the Peter Serafinowicz uh, show. <laughs> Great, great, great comedian. Obviously, talking to Star Wars, he was the voice of Darth Maul in the original oh, yeah. Phantom Menace. So there you go. Hey, tie-in. There you go, tie-in. We love Peter Serafin, which here. Um, but he had a one-off, he had a one-season sketch show. It's all visual, surreal humour, and it's brilliant, and it's available on YouTube. And I, uh, If you could buy it legally, I highly suggest you do. Um, but also, this is a great opportunity for us to tag Peter Serafinovich in a tweet. So, um, and, and the guy is hilarious. He's actually retweeted something I said before. I think it was a joke about Back to the Future, about Marty banging his mum. But yes, uh, was watching Peter Serafinovich, who's in loads of stuff. He's writing comics now as well. Is he? Fucking hell. Yeah, I think I've... He's one of these Justin Timberlake bastards that's good at everything <laughs> they do, and I hate them for it, but I love them for it at the same time. Yeah. I think that's from the same group of I think British comedians that maybe don't get overseas oh, I, like, know. I know Frankie Boyle had a comic book um, that was produced by Jonathan Ross there's a, there's a magazine with different comic strips in it um, like 2000 AD where you used to oh, get like Clinton. yeah something yeah. like that it's fucking it's like six quid a magazine a fucking copy though yeah six quid fuck I never got the joke about the name until someone explained it you don't know it was it do you know why it's called Clint Clint yeah, it's a word you're not supposed to write in comic books or use as a name in a comic book because the typeface they used sometimes the ink would bleed. Oh, it makes it look like cunt. the U and yeah. yeah. I, yeah. Sorry, I, I kind of got that. Yeah, it's like my hairy aunt. <laughs> yeah. There's another word you can't use as well. But I can't remember what it was, but essentially, it, it like someone posted a picture of the cover they did for it, and it's like someone, that says cunt. It's like, someone, yeah, that's the joke. Someone made a cut. Someone made a cake, which is we'll miss you, Clint. I remember it. It just looked like we'll miss you, cunt. That's the most. Pa- I was like that is the most passive aggressive. <laughs> we'll miss you, cunt. That's the most passive aggressive cake I've ever seen. Today you land. There you go. Okay, we've got another question actually from Jamie. Oh shit, it's a two bar as well. Oh, God, what's um, wrong with you, people? Why are you so interested? Oh, okay. I'm just uh, joking. Hit, hit us okay. up. Hit yeah, us the up. first one. Highbrow question actually. It's quite smart. Who would you rather be, your digital fuck doll? Kelly Lebrook or Vanessa Angel? Oh, weird science question. Yes. I also used to enjoy the weird science TV series, which is short-lived. <laughs> from my heart and from my head. Oh, why don't people understand my <laughs> intention? Oh, mm, God. It does go to times. Actually, someone said about uh, the Breakfast Club is apparently on the list of things that's going to be remade soon. Obviously, the John Hughes. No, but the, no, but you can't. Sorry, just quickly. But it's the jock, the geek, um, the beauty queen. They're all the same person now. There are no more factions. That's what I was saying. Like all the cool kids, all the cool kids are into geek stuff now. You know the stuff that we used to have to fight for our right to enjoy back in my school day. <laughs> uh, anyway, yeah. Kelly LeBrock, because she was obviously filthier. Um, really. You show me video evidence. So you picked up your phone. It's like I'm going to show on. you a video. Have a look at her. Have a look at her cigarette. <laughs> <laughs> no, um, that doesn't even make sense. It's getting late. Um, no, it's half past seven. It's late <sighs> for you, dude. It's still mid morning for me. Remember what time I got up today? It's true. Um, um, but if I could really pick a virtual fuck doll, it would be, I don't know, Elvira in her prime. Um, not that she's still not in her prime. She's still a very, very attractive woman, for especially her age. No offence. Um, bucket list. I, I, I wouldn't say, a, a I wouldn't say she had a bucket. <laughs> How's <Sorry>. your head? <laughs> no complaints so far. Um, so I was watching Last Man on Earth the other day. <laughs> Bucket list, oldie lady and a black chick. And I was thinking, yeah. Yeah, I'm back on board of that series now. Yeah. Just that made me laugh out loud. I was trying tears. Just the reaction. It's becoming, sorry, just to go off on tangent here, but it's becoming, I love it. It's becoming a little bit cringy at points. (laughs) 
and they've humanised Christian Charles' character as well so I don't know I, I like Last Marvel anyway Virtual Fuck Doll do we have to pick between them yeah, can we have not have both at the same it's, time it's obviously the weird science thing I don't know the original there was more sense of filth about her okay and second question um, what's a Nubian why are you like that <laughs> Someone had told me there's this cult and they'll make anything possible in your life. I was deeply convinced that we were going to save the world. It was a transcendent experience. You feel euphoric. Everything you do for endless trillions of years depends on what you do within in Scientology. They sell it all in the beginning as something quite logical. Take on a matrix of thought that is not your it's own. It's so strong that it sticks you like very glue. Controllable, very suggestible. You just don't see it happening to you. You justify so much. There is no logical explanation other than faith. And we're back again. <laughs> yeah. With the Renegade Master. Oh yeah. Okay, I actually have watched some films. Shockingly. Hmm. Mm. What have you? Yes. Sorry. So I'm going to start with Going Clear. Going. Going Clear. Scientology in the Prison of Belief. Which is a HBO <sighs> documentary about we, Scientology. Have we offended the Scientology? We've offended every other race and religion, um, from dirty, dirty um, Christians. Yeah, we did. We did. <laughs> we did um, Bible camp, didn't we? Yeah, yeah, the on that one. Jesus Camp, sorry. Jesus Camp, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah I thought I'd have a crack at this one. <laughs> Documentary made a couple of weeks back. Great, let's uh, insult the Scientologists. Let's get it shut down by like Tom kind of, Cruise and all these fucking crazy mates. It's not crazy, though. They're, they're just um, evil cunts. Who will gang stalk you into um, killing yourself, probably. But it sort of explains the birth of Scientology and how it was essentially a way of making money well Aaron Hubbard was a fucking genius he was he was so no 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 yeah 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 (laughs) but I don't mean like oh he was so clever to come up with such a great religion like all of that money all of that power Aaron Hubbard didn't actually have that much money he was almost bankrupt the guy who took off after him who just seized power the whole thing because he didn't leave any contingency plan when he died the guy after him was evil guy who made the billions and billions of pounds when Elrond Hubble was in charge he was just um, a bumbling uncle but why I don't understand what's missing from these very rich people's lives that they have to see it's like that Kabbalah thing do you remember Kabbalah um, the Jewish mysticism religion the wrestler who slapped his stomach and lost both his feet (laughs) (laughs) the star of David on his belly yes that's a good joke. Yes. Um, yes. Um, no, do you remember when everyone had like Kabbalah tattoos? I have no idea what that was supposed to be. I just know they had these bracelets on that yeah. were like string. It, it, it was just, as far as I'm aware, it's just another form of Scientology where it's just a fake religion. That and I, if any Scientologist, if by any chance any scientist, Scientologists are allowed to listen to this show, I beseech you, fucking get 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 your life together. Bullshit. I call bullshit on all of it. Well, there's two different levels to Scientology in case of you have the plebs who are essentially you put all their money into it and they don't get anywhere. And then there's the celebrities and the higher ups and the rich people who get everything. Yeah, it's great, it. isn't it? Like, yeah, because they donate to it and it's a religion, so it's tax free. And it's a very strange and maybe very angry watching it. 
but yeah, I did invest in a copy of Dynetics to see what exactly people fall for, mm. and a copy of the book. That's uh, Garen Clear's Scientology, Scientology and the Prisoner Belief, which well worth watching. You can pick it up, it's probably on YouTube somewhere. Or you can go on HBO and pay for it, I think. It's fun. It's on HBO. They've been very brave. Yeah, um, well, it's from a book. So I'm guessing the source material is out there anyway. So whatever they say in the documentary is not going to go get me in any more trouble. But yeah, just listening to it made me very angry. Do they talk about Tom Cruise at all being a little bit nutty? They showed some of the video, some of his exceptions, speech where he's wearing a big medallion for his achievements. And I think there is another quote. I think it was Elrond Hubbard who said it's like a celebrity is worth a thousand people, a thousand followers. So you get one celebrity that they try getting John Travolta in. Well, they got John Travolta in. Of course and... they did. That's how the fucking cinematic abomination known as Battlefield Earth was made because that's yeah. not that's an Aaron Hobbit book isn't it uh, yeah that's an Aaron Hobbit book in fact it's... isn't it slightly about the story of Scientology it's no it's is it not Xenu sorry sorry Xenu sorry <laughs> uh, no I don't think it's actually about Scientology at all it's just an Aaron Hobbit book but they had him and he was like he was the face they pushed forward and he was I think he had some sort of doubts about it, which is the whole thing they have is like they have all these secrets on you because they do the I mean, testing. I don't know. It's Scientology. I mean, God. <laughs> but that's it. It's, they had all these rumours going out about him when he was doubting it. And they say it's because if you think of leaving, they'll just release all the stuff they've recorded. Because you have all these interviews and you do the testing for whatever they're fucking called, midi-chlorians. Do <laughs> you have to... Thetans. Thetans, that's the one. Um, you essentially divulge all these secrets to the person doing the reading and they write it all down so they have all this dirt on you. Mm-hmm. So when you go to leave, they start releasing these things. Things of Richard Gere, hamstruck his ass. Hmm, where did that come from? <laughs> he used to be a Scientologist and he went Buddhist. Now, there's another actress as well who's in King of Queens. She had some big thing with him. Yeah, yeah she left. She left. She was. Yeah, um, she got a load of stuff. Wasn't she the wife from Everybody Loves Raymond? Uh, something like that but yeah I remember yeah, yeah, I and so. one of the higher up wives yeah. hasn't been seen in public for like three or four years or yeah something. she was the one who questioned that yeah three or four years is that right and she disappeared so, uh, from public she's not been seen in public at all yeah there's a lot of that stuff and it's just that's a fascinating film very, made me very angry but films based on Scientology actually there you go top ten movies inspired by Scientology you may not know about Phenomenon starring John Travolta I remember it where he slowly then he gets so shines of superpowers because he has an interaction with an alien yeah yeah. that's essentially what they say Scientology the top level will get (laughs) Schizopolis Schizopolis not heard of that one hmm no Bowfinger Bowfinger? Uh, <laughs> Eddie Murphy gets mentioned on the show again. Uh, Ramsey, extremely high strung and paranoid, follow a new religious movement called Mindhead. Won't agree to the film. Mindhead is essentially Scientology. Okay. And he believes he's in actually in the film. And it makes him paranoid and. Ah. It's inspired by it, yeah. Didn't know that one. Battlefield no. Earth, obviously. Obviously. Go to next page. I hate you. Internet pages. We don't give a fuck. We've got ad block. Why do you bother putting like all of the things on different pages? Just have it like <laughs> W I Top five. You wouldn't believe what number one is. The Prophet. I don't know. Not I don't remember that one. Yeah. The Bridge. I think I remember the name, I don't think I've ever seen that. Until nothing remains. No. The Master. I've heard of The Master. Isn't that recent? Yeah, a couple of years ago. Paul Thomas Anderson. One, two, veteran, blah, blah, blah. Movement to teach another dead ring for Ron Hubbard. That was actually uh, one of the stories about Ron Hubbard. He was a captain of a battleship during the war. And he got discharged, I think. He lost all his depth charges trying to bomb shadows on the radar. He torpedoed a plank of wood. 
Oh, what, Elrond? Yeah, yeah. a bit nuts. <laughs> Oblivion? Tom Cruise? Yes. Is that the one where he's like the in charge of... Uh, he's like the caretaker for Earth. And they find something. Because I remember the trailer looked all right and then it said starring Tom Cruise. And I was like, oh, no, don't worry <laughs> about it. Earlier, a brainwashed humanity enslaved by aliens is of course Scientology's main features. Xenu, volcanoes, DC-10s, blah blah and After Earth, M. Night Shyamalan. Ding dong. Hey. <laughs> anyway, on to a much happier film. Don Girl. Sorry, Batfleck. I'm aware of it. I'm aware of Gone Girl. I know anything that... about the plot. Or... Yes, yes, I do know about the plot. Know the spoilers? Yes. Um, I <laughs> flicked through the book uh, when I was working for a company that shall remain nameless. But um, they, they sold books and I had a quick look. And I know the twist, yes. What a twist. <laughs> you know the second twist? Oh, there's a second twist. Is, is the twist in the book different to the movie? Because I know the twist from the book. I think... Yeah, there's, there's one... One of the hour in and one towards the end. There's quite a few twists in it. Are we spoiler free, or do people really give a fuck on this podcast? But I'd say, well, the highly chi- recommended film. Watch it. I can't really explain much apart from a guy comes home one day and his wife's been abducted, and he's the lead suspect. But then it turns out that <laughs> <laughs> got no more ads to go to. Fuck. Um, <laughs> why are we on? Why, why did we get into the subject of Gone Girl? Did you watch it? Yeah, oh, so right. I did watch it. I know three films I've actually watched. Fuck it. You watched Gone Girl? I, I yeah. That's not a film I would have gone out my way to see. I watched a few films like from last year, some from this year, like because no, I felt bad about not doing the Milk and It podcast top three roundup of the year. So I caught up with a couple like Box Catcher. <laughs> we're not doing that this year. <laughs> Fuck it, now we're not doing another one of those either next year. I won't have seen enough films. The game one I could fill up already, but I can. <laughs> well, I watched Foxcatcher as well. I want to mention that one. How how was it? Because I want to see it, but it's good. I I've read Kurt Angle's book, and I know that he used to train there um, at the centre run by that guy. Yeah, it's one of those you can watch and then watch the aftermath of it all and stuff. And, yeah, it's quite good. Um, I found one the other day called Spring. One of those random searches online, see something that looks interesting from the poster. Went into it knowing nothing about it whatsoever, and it was quite entertaining in a way. Um, oh, I can't say anything about this one without spoiling it properly either. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> There's a nice little twist in it, which I would ruin if I actually described what it reminds me of. It turns out Bruce Willis was a ghost the whole time. <laughs> Essentially, it's a great little love story which animal lovers won't like and reminds me of Miki Takashi's audition. The audition I'm aware of. You never watched it? No, I've never seen it. It's one you've got to go into not knowing anything about and it will be much better than if you read the blow about it because as soon as you read the blow it's like, yeah, okay, you know the twist. There was a point... There was a point where I was getting bored of watching creepy Korean slash Japanese movies and audition came out around about that time so it was one I actually missed I had watched The Eye all the ones that were being made by America there was Ring. The, the Ring, Ring Eye The Grudge um, there was another one about Taylor Two Sisters yeah what about the one the, 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 the creepy ghosts with the long hair <laughs> all of them kind of just moulded into one phone I think I remember One that. Miss Call. Yeah, Miss Call, yeah. Hmm. The thing about The Ring now is, like, you'd be, they're making another, they're making a new prequel to The to the Ring. I don't know if you knew that. Hmm. Um, I've heard that one. But um, nobody has a VHS player anymore. No one. So, like, what is it? Is it a haunted DVD? Because this is what I was going to say earlier, because you were saying about... Um, we saw something along about GTA 7 and self-driving cars. Someone had put the GTA Do you know 7 how he sold able... that one? He said it, it in the 80s. She said it in the past. Yeah. Yeah, do. but I wasn't asking a serious fucking question. <laughs> they were just saying that GTA 7, potentially, it's going to come out in, what, six... Where are we? GTA 5 now? Six, seven, say four years of production, say eight years we're going to get GTA 7. 
Um, yeah, driverless cars will be hopefully the norm by then because I'd actually be up. I, I suppose you've got to be able to drive just in case it has to go into manual, but driverless cars do seem to be a thing that are coming out. So, I actually watched a gameplay video this morning of GTA Five, all the upscaled stuff with new systems and PC oh, Master Race, yada yada yada. Yeah, yeah, I watched one of them and people seem to like call other people cigarettes <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's my film watching recently obscure indie stuff a couple of Hollywood films and documentary about stupid religions hateful religions the only thing I have been watching and I probably mentioned this last week is the continuing show uh, of Inside Number 9 and it continues to be a modern day Twilight Zone it's absolutely stunning I think you mentioned that one it's brilliant I know we have mentioned it before but I might have mentioned it on the other podcasts I do. That's the Milk and It podcast. That's at Teat Tugger on Twitter and the Milk and It podcast.com on other shit on the bar at the top of your computer thing. <laughs> it does still exist. It's uh, we, We're going through a, a transitional period on the Milk and It podcast. But, um, so much geek stuff. Too much geek stuff and uh, not enough time to cover it all. The, yeah, Inside Number Nine is just fucking brilliant. Um, it's all of American people. That listen, proxy server that shit for the BBC iPlayer. Yeah, as I was trying to say this earlier, actually, um, Pete Serafinovich, the what he's obviously done a series which I don't think. Do you think Americans would have seen that? Do you think there's any com- comedies that Americans wouldn't have picked up on that we have? But yeah, inside number nine, they probably would. They're quite as, the Americans are quite astute when it comes to British comedy. They love the IT crowd. They love stuff like that. Even though Graham Linehan personally I think he's a bit of a dick but he's a fantastic writer hmm. um, his opinions on Twitter leave a little something to be desired but um, makes me angry when someone retweets him now yeah I've, I've stopped following just talk shit on Twitter it's a shame because this is the man that comedy wise you know it has been a, a staple for what for the last 15 years yeah. anyway let's not yeah. promote do you think there's any that he wouldn't know about that do you think Charlie Brooker goes over there? Right. I'm sure. Charlie, I'm sure people like Charlie Brooker over there. Um, what's his show? Sword. Black Mirror. Yeah, they definitely have Black Mirror over there. Yeah. Hence, why they got uh, John Hamm. It's the actor's name, is it from Mad Men? Yeah, John. It's come, you know, obviously that to get an American guy in there like that, there's obviously some viewership over there. Do you think they get the mighty boosh? No, no, no. However, there was. I found this out on TV. I found this out the other day. Okay. There was a British show on YouTube called The Sketch Show. Do you remember The Sketch Show? Well, they remade it in America with some of the same cast, but it was Kelsey Grammer Presents The Sketch Show. It's like obviously a franchise TV show. Or syndicated it. However, the. Yeah, in different, but it's of all the shows to pick up around the world. Had those ones? That one? Yeah. But yeah, the, um, so there was D Sketch Show, The Sketch Show, and Kelsey Grammer presents The Sketch Show. And I think Tim, he must have made a pretty penny out of that. Yeah. No, it looks like it was just a German one. Hmm. But there is like, there's an SNL career, like loads of these things get. You know, do you not know that? Hey, man, listen, um, I'm downstairs and you're making a lot of noise. Just. <laughs> Hello, man. My name's Tom Middleson and I play Loki. Loki? Yep. Did you ever see the trailer for... We're not going to discuss the Korean comedy we just watched. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's going to be the extra. Okay. Along with the YouTube extra. Oh dear. It's just that, yeah. That was special. That one. Yeah, we, I think we need to go through those again. Anyway, sorry, you were asking. Yeah, the spaced US version. It, they had a pilot, 
Well, but they what well, well, made made. They actually made a pilot. There's so, the trailers online. I watched the trailer. We can do this one. There is a trailer for the show. Right. That's the only thing you can find. I think because I did look around for the pilot, and they I think may have destroyed it. I I had no idea, by the way. You know, they did this one. It's along the lines of Red Dwarf, but they just couldn't get it right. Oh wait, that but was the Red Dwarf. They actually made the pilot is available. Yeah, this is it. Sorry. Okay, it's gonna be our first video extra. This is a this is a clip, by the way. This isn't a trailer. This is a clip. This is a clip. Jesus. Okay. Boot yeah. reaction video. Here we go. I'm about to watch the. Um, the USA version of Spaced, or a clip from the USA version of Spaced. I'm a big fan of the British comedy, Spaced, obviously. Lots of people are. It did change the game, y'all. So, um... Oh, it's her! From Less Than Perfect. And other stuff. Okay. Here we go. So, Christian, what do you do out in the big white world of sports? Artist. Really? Ben's an artist. Yeah. My husband, Ben. What uh, kind of things do you paint? The usual. Anger. Fear. Aggression. Pain. Watercolors? No, 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 no. It's, it's, it's a bit more complex than that. Mm. The art world. Uh... It's a cesspool of money and mini crab cakes. Yeah, people want art, but they want it bright and happy. <laughs> what is happy? That was like watching a live abomination, uh, abortion, like but on TV. Jesus, that was dreadful. Did that actually ever come out? I believe it. The pilot was made, finding the entire thing might be awkward I was like I've only ever seen the trailer for it I can't remember if they actually carried over a character right you should have kept this in Simon Pegg issued a statement saying my problem with, with the notion of a spaced remake is the sheer lack of respect that Warner Brothers has displayed in respect to be selling out and appropriating ideas without even letting us know <laughs> so you're not alone in hating it so you have to go to the YouTube channel to see Boulamont's reaction to watching the Based US version. I'm trying to think if there's any other shows like that. Other than Red Dwarf, that were remade into an American shit pile. Yeah, oh, there's bound to be some. Um, Coupling did it? Yes, yes, Coupling did, but I was never really into it. Um, I like Coupling the idea. There's probably it. a way of finding US remakes of British. Oh, but you know the most famous one, of course. The one that was more successful in America than its British counterpart. Stanford and Son was based on Steptoe and Son. British Third. US remakes of British Third. Dirty old man. Well, you dirty old man. I always love that episode where he loses the pickled onions in the bath and starts fishing at that point back in the jar. They, okay, here we go. Here's a list. Oh my god, this is a show on its own. Absolutely fabulous. One by Roseanne Barr. Ooh. Jennifer Saunders tried it as well. Are You Being Served was called Beans of Boston. Yikes. There's a, there's a, look, look, cancelled, cancelled, cancelled. There's definitely a, uh... Birds of a Feather was... What? <laughs> and... Stand by your man. Well, I suppose he was in prison, wasn't he? Yeah. Um, Cold Feet Cracker Oh yeah of course it was I remember that I remember the American Do you remember the American remake? Didn't no. it happen? Um, Cancelled off four episodes Coupling The Rear Guard Dad's Army <laughs> A Coupling I like the ideas of I think the show Might not be as funny As I remember Ugh Don't forget your toothbrush <sighs> The Rise and Fall Of Reginald Perrin Was remade Was remade as Reggie 
<laughs> Forty Towers has had three American remakes. B. Arthur was in one of them. Yep. Betty White was in a different version of it. God bless you, Betty White. Just uh, hanging in there. Gavin and Stacey was remade as Us and Them. Never got that show. The Grimleys. Ah, oh, that was one of my. I kind of like that. What? Do you remember the Grimleys? No. It was set in the 60s. Noddy Holder was like the headmaster of their school. Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah. Set in the 70s, sorry. Not 60s. Yeah, I got that one now. Holy shit. Uh, This is is shocking. (laughs) In Between Us, yeah, we know about that. got cancelled off one series. I fucking hate the In Between Us. American It Crowd. Do you know about that? Or the IT Crowd? No, I didn't know that. I think there's clips of that. Life on Mars, yeah, we know that got made. Little Britain, USA, because that was a crossover thing. But Max Headroom? Max Headroom was just Max Headroom. I never even thought of it as a British show, but apparently it was. I thought it was a cross... I thought it was a... Because it had um, Matt Frewer as the... Uh, uh, anyway. Yeah, good at video. Okay. Maybe even badly, Jesus. <sighs> what the fuck? Two seasons. Mind your language. You must not... <laughs> Do you remember that? It was like the racist one from the 70s about a, about an English class. Do you, remember, do you know Mighty Language? <laughs> no. Really? No. Oh, my God. We've got four seasons on YouTube. Ooh. But it's, it's very dated. It's very dated. Mind your language. It's not... Every stereotype you can imagine. This is not Please Sir. I don't remember, please. Oh, maybe, please, sir. That sounds Look, Indian, Chinese, hot Italian, smelly French, <laughs> serious German, sweaty Mexican. Holy shit, we may have looked to the last question we had. <laughs> <laughs> Let's put this episode to bed because we're just yeah, really we off names. Oh, now. sorry, just, just one more thing. The. The, the American version of Birds of a Feather had Rosie O'Donnell in it. <laughs> I wonder which Ooh. character she played. <laughs> Not the nine... Sorry, sorry. <laughs> Not the nine o'clock news was remade. They, they, we, wow. Anyway, there's too many to... There's actually... Going back oh, to the last question. Yes, sorry, let's please, do, this one. please do. Let's put this show to bed. Cause Go to bed, you beast of a show. Let's, let's do it. From Regina Hertz. Yes, we're going to have to do a special on this one. We now. are going to have to do a special. We're going to have to check out as much of these as possible. Sorry. Regina Hertz. That sounds painful. Yep. When does a stereotype of a race of people become offensive? <laughs> that's that's <laughs> Mind your language. <laughs> I don't know because, like, what's, what's the white stereotype? We, we walk... Tight, we like we walk like tight asses. We're shit at dancing. This is the thing where white people can't be stereotyped or be. But or stereotype doesn't just have to be a race, as we just talked about. Mind your language, right? There was someone asked a bunch of American artists to draw their impression of British people. We're all wonky teethed, tea holding, um, <laughs> alcoholics. I find that <laughs> I find it funny because it's wrong. Yeah. Apart from the last one. Well, I, I got straight teeth. Um, I don't drink, and I enjoy coffee. So maybe, maybe I'm the exception to the rule. My American friends, shut up, yawning, you prick down there. Sorry, my dog is tired. It's all right. I'm, I'm sitting on his bed. Um, so it's not necessarily white people; it's countries. Yeah. In your stereotype, but when does it become offensive? Uh, when I start insulting them. <laughs> I don't sweaty know. French, sweaty Mexican. Yeah, like I just said. That, that, that's Bunch not of cigarettes. Yeah, a bunch of cigarettes. Um, I don't know because some people are easily offended, and some people it's impossible to offend. And believe me, I try, but uh, I, it takes a lot to offend me. I, I can't think of anything that would offend me because I'm so. I will happily joke about anything. Um, maybe not. I don't tell racist jokes because I've never heard a funny one really. But like. I wouldn't be offended if someone told me a racist joke about white people, I don't think. But maybe that's because my peoples have not been... Um, yeah, that's kind of the issue. We can't be... No, they're not be racist against us. No. Even though Honky, we are all bad... Cracker. Du- 
yeah, yeah. cracker ass comedy tour poorly sure <laughs> um, I think that's the issue we're coming from the wrong standpoint you maybe have to ask different people who have been oppressed in certain ways that can find things offensive mm. I think we're the right people to answer this question so Regina Hertz you have to ask lots of different people from lots of different walks of life and um, all creeds colours smells <laughs> hopefully that helps and let's get on to our special after this because <laughs> Boo is laughing at lots of things he's just found online <laughs> did the Americans really think they could make the young ones one of the most British shows I've ever seen so tune in next time for possibly a quick special on TV pilots from other countries that have failed I've been Dino Peppers and I have been Richard Slit, aka Boulamon, aka Young Sandwich, aka the Don of Breakfast. Um, peace out, y'all. See you next week. See ya. Uh, 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 uh,